It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insights, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. And hello again, everyone. This is Tom Scarda broadcasting live from the top of the Empire State Building. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually in my son's old bedroom. <laughs> Started a podcast studio. He had to move out so we could uh, do this podcast. But uh, grateful to be here, and I'm excited for this particular episode because I have an old friend and mentor of mine who works with one of the finest companies in franchising called Express Personnel or Express Pros for short. So Brooke Wise is with us, and, and Brooke has been in this industry for more than 20 years, you know, leadership in sales and franchise development, one of the founding members of Express Franchise Development, which we'll talk about in a minute. And so what they do is help grow emerging franchise brands through equity capital and active management, which is a really new development in franchising over the past just like two or three years, in my opinion. So Express Franchise Development also champions domestic and international expansion within the $3.5 billion industry of giant, a giant company, Express Employment Professionals, so Express Pro. Express has rocketed to become the number one ranked staffing franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine since 2011 and many other accolades as well. And Brooke and I have uh, shared some meals together and a couple of uh, cocktails, I think, along the way uh, out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and just sure. a dad with two beautiful kids and, and a beautiful wife. And um, he's all into vintage sports car racing, which I didn't know until uh, about an hour ago. So, Brooke, welcome. Hey, thank you, Tom. It's, I'm very excited to be here. This is an opportunity that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. So thanks for thanks for the invite. No, this is this is way cool. I'm so excited to have you. You know, when when I talk about Express Personnel with people, it's a staffing franchise. And, you know, not exactly sexy, but you know, unless you spell sexy M O N E Y as as my <laughs> my <laughs> other mentor Jeff right. Elton always says. Sure. You know, it's a business that's needed and, and you got to have it. It's a B2B service, so you don't have to worry about, you know, nights and weekends and, and all of that. You're working with business owners during the day. So it's a pretty cool opportunity, you know, for the right person. But the thing I love about it is the, the founder, Bob Funk, who is out of Oklahoma City, still lives in Oklahoma, started this franchise. What is it now? 30, how many years? Yeah, 1983, so 36 years ago. 36 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I often joke, and it's not really a joke at all, but the International Franchise Association, based in Washington, D.C., has what they call a Hall of Fame. And in the Hall of Fame, you see, you know, Ray Kroc from McDonald's and Thomas from Wendy's and Fred DeLuca from Subway and, right, right Colonel Sanders, and then there's Bob Funk. That's right. Right? I think he was the 25th inductee or something like that. Just uh, conducted just uh, just a few short years ago, yes, sir. Yes. So this is a world-class franchise we're talking about here. This is not a fly-by-night operation. I mean, I just spoke to some people I uh, placed in the business who you probably know, the Sofios in Charlotte. Yes. I mean, they are, like, killing it. They bought their second office 
expanding dramatically. But anyway, I'm doing so much talking. Tell us a little bit about what you want to talk about here, Brooke. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's great, Tom. So yeah, Express Employment Professionals were this fledgling of a, of an organization that's uh, we're based in Oklahoma City, and as you mentioned, we're we were founded and started in 1983. There's two founders to the organization, Bob Funk and Bill Stoller, and quite frankly, they founded the organization with the motivator, the driver, the of really wanting to give people hope. And they wanted to give people hope through employment. So, you know, Bob and Bill have both been in the temporary staffing space for over 50 years, and they both came from Acme personnel. Mm -hmm. And Acme personnel got into some, some trouble and unfortunately had to file for protection and they had the opportunity to to start express by purchasing some of acme's old branches in oklahoma city and uh, they bootstrapped it together because bob funk grew up as a cattle farmer he didn't come from anything really didn't have any kind of sizable capital to speak of and bill stoller interestingly enough grew up as a turkey farmer and same thing, didn't have any really substantial capital to speak of. But both of them had one thing that was extremely important, and that was the, the work ethic. So they bootstrapped it together and got loans back in the, the mid-80s from savings and loans in Oklahoma City. And you know, some of the some of folks listening might remember that environment. Mm-hmm. And I believe the total capital that they started with was just over $5,000 and loans that toppled, uh, I think it was about 150000 They started Express. And today the company is a $3.6 billion company. Uh, it is an organization that last year put 565,000 people to work. Wow. So that really puts us, if you, if you look at the employers in the U.S., it was the sixth largest employer last year. And we do it through our network of franchisees. We have, uh, right now, we have a, uh, 815 locations, and every single one is franchisee-owned. And that's very unique in, in today's environment. And there's... There's a few things about Express Time that are unique. Number one, we're a private company, which you don't really find that much a company that's our size that is private. Usually you will have some kind of private equity involvement in it. And we have never had private equity money. We have never had, we've never been publicly traded. And quite frankly, we never will be because uh, in our mind, when you interject private equity and, and outside capital, it changes the culture and and changes the environment of the company. And we're really, really against that. So you have an organization that's three three and a half billion dollars large, eight hundred and fifteen locations. There's two stockholders. Those are the two founders that are still involved in the business today. It's a private company, and it's 100% franchise. So every single location that is uh, anybody might come across that's listening, they're owned by franchisees. So, you know, every person that's, uh, we're based in Oklahoma City, we have about uh, 250 some corporate employees. Every person that's employed at, at Express Corporate is there to support 
a franchisee in some form or fashion. Yeah, it is really an incredible story what uh, what Express has done over the years and the lives that have been impacted by this organization is just, and quite frankly, it's unmeasurable. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, I got the honor of going out to Oklahoma City to your corporate location. The thing that really struck me, the thing that still sticks with me probably now 10 years later, is the you have a whole phone bank of people helping franchisees with questions and they have a clock on the wall and they have to answer the phone within a certain amount of seconds. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the dedication to the franchisees. And what Bob Funk told me personally when I met him was, you know, every decision that he makes comes through the eyes and the heart of the franchise owners, every decision. So how's it going to affect them? And that's, that's how he runs the company. And hence, that's why it's so successful. So I just, I just love that whole thing. That has not changed. And, and to just expand on that a little bit, a lot of uh, the people that are in the leadership of uh, Express Corporate were franchisees. So, you know, we're very sensitive to that. We're not going to put something in motion, whether it's a, a you know, a system upgrade or a, a different way for franchisees to approach their business. We're not going to put it forth without the franchisees' input. Brooke, what markets are you guys looking to open in right now? Anything specific come to mind? Well, there are, there are a few markets left. We have, as an organization, we have just under 100 territories that are left. You know, there's it's kind of scattered across the country, to be quite honest, Tom. There is some, there's a few near you. I've got some in Brooklyn and uh, Queens that are available. And we've got Manhattan available, so kind of sprinkled around the New York tri-state area there. But uh, we're pretty well developed. I guess it just really depends on where individuals are looking to go in the business. Some of the major metros, we have some available in Canada, yeah. uh, where we have uh, 46 operating locations as well. That's cool. How much does it cost to open up one of these these offices? So uh, if it's okay, I'd like to offer what one of our average territory generates in top-line sales first. Before you do that, is, in, is that in your franchise disclosure document? Yes, sir. It is. It is. Okay, so this is not this is not an earnings claim. No, <laughs> I just want to make that no, clear. <laughs> not at all. So the average territory, if the location's been around for at least two years, the average territory will generate five point six million in top line sales. Wow. So this is a big business, and like you, like you mentioned, it is it is a hands on owner operator business. It is a business that folks look to scale to significant six seven figure income from one location in one territory. Right, and it is possible. So, you know, our investment level is one hundred and forty thousand, <laughs> and that includes your franchise fee of thirty five thousand. That includes all the startups you need to kind of get the business off the ground, and it includes six to nine months of operating capital because that's the average average time to positive cash flow, and that's in our FDB as well. Okay, so you're looking for you're looking at an investment of 140,000 to build a business that that grows off an average of 5.6 million in top line sales. So this is a big business, but it's it's for somebody that wants to be involved, wants to be face the business and, and and quite frankly wants to build something that's that's fairly large. Right, right. And it's not easy, you know, let, let's not, you know, let's be very clear about that. And there's nothing easy out there that's worth anything, as right, you know. Right. You have to put in the work 
but you could have great results. But the cool thing about it is while you're having results and, and you know, being successful and making money and all that, you're changing people's lives. But, you know, there's nothing better than going home and, you know, and telling your spouse that you help somebody get a job and they're going to go home and tell their spouse, oh, my God, I got a job. It's really cool. And actually, I've been with Express almost 10 years now. And part of my onboarding with Express, you know, almost 10 years ago was uh, to uh, just spend a day in a facility and just kind of get the feel for it. How, what's, what's the franchise these days like and uh, how the business functions and what have you. So uh, here in Cincinnati, we have a pretty large, uh, pretty large franchisee that's on the, uh, he's on the east side of, of Cincinnati. And I spent the, I spent the day, I spent a Friday, as a matter of fact, in his, uh, in his office. And it was towards the end of the day, and I was I was observing the what we call the front office coordinator, which is kind of the front, which is a fancy word for receptionist. <laughs> um, so I was observing the front office coordinator, and, this, and a lady walks into the office, and she's holding an envelope. And I could kind of tell she was upset, and she was holding an envelope, which looked like an envelope that a, a paycheck comes in. So my immediate thought was, man, there's, you know, she's, she's upset. You know, there's something wrong here. Uh, she asked to speak to the owner. His name is Chris. And the front office coordinator is like, absolutely. I'll, you know, I'm sure I'll go get him. And so Chris comes uh, to the front. And I'm, I'm just kind of hanging out there. And the, the lady holding the envelope asks Chris's permission to give him a hug. And I was just like, what? I was trying to figure out what was going on here. And he said, well, of course. And she hugged him and she completely broke down and she was crying. I remember it like it was yesterday. As a matter of fact, it was kind of giving me goosebumps on telling the story again because she was so thankful. She was so grateful that the job that Chris had put her on for the last three and a half months, she was able to move her family to a, a bigger apartment and he had made her life better. And she was there simply to thank him for that and that is the kind of stuff tom that it's just like okay i get it that's what we're doing and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of stories like that across the country where we're making that positive impact and it's not me it's it's the franchise owners that are making that positive impact in somebody else's life through employment i mean yeah. there's so many people that we have put in temporary Chesapeake Energy, for instance, is one of our largest clients in Oklahoma City. We placed an individual there as a temporary employee, and she rose through the ranks and then became the president of Chesapeake Energy. Wow! And I mean, there's so many instances like that, and we we had so many instances like that that we decided a few years ago to take those individuals and invite them to our international leadership conference, uh, which is our annual franchisee conference. And, you know, we decided to showcase those folks because they were so spectacular and they all started through temporary or temporary to, to permanent employment. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really a, a cool business that does great things. Oh, yeah. And I was at one of those leadership conferences. It was a while back. It was just when the Great Recession hit around 2009. Mm -hmm. And you guys had scaled back on that 
you know, the whole weekend, the whole presentation, but right. the company still spent, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars on that conference for their franchisees. Just incredible, man. I got to get back to one of those. Yeah, they're pretty spectacular. They've, they've grown to, let's see, we just had, a, we just had it in February and this is, you know, for everybody listening, most franchise systems will do some kind of annual conference for the franchisees and, you know, everybody kind of does it a little bit differently and, we, we don't charge our franchisees to attend. It's not, it's not really about that. It, what's important for us is the, you know, is knowledge share and the best practice sharing and the fran- and celebrating the franchisees. So we pay for everything, but and just let the franchisees get there, but it's grown over the years. We just had ours in February. Tom, there was close to 1800 people there. So wow. it's, it's a, it's a pretty big, and it finishes with a black tie dinner and, uh, yeah. that's when all the awards and celebrations. So it's, it's really cool to be part of. That is just awesome. I love that. So what, what kind of franchisees make a good franchise owner for Express Pro? Great question. And I, and I, I probably get that question three to four times a day. And it's, it's really that individual that, and this is what we, we look for. And sure, you want somebody with business acumen and somebody that's professional and Sure, sales background is great. Not a hundred percent necessary, but you have to be willing to do those kinds of sales activities and kind of put yourself out there and not be afraid of coaching and you know that kind of thing. And you have to be a leader. You have to be a self starter. But we also look for that individual that has that drive, has that motivator to make that positive impact in somebody else's life. So if they, you know, 87%, I think the percentage is somewhere 87% of the people that have joined us have never run their own business and they've never been in in temporary staffing. And most, Tom, most are coming from corporate America, you know, 15, 20, 30 years in corporate America and either they've, they've chosen to step away or it was done for them and they can't, can't go back to it. And I mean, you, you could relate to that for sure. It's just, you know, and so it's, it's individuals that have that right personality, that have the right motivators, that have the right drive. And we'll ask those questions. We'll really look for somebody that is either A, involved in their community or has a big drive and, and desire to give back to their community because they've spent the last 20 years in corporate America working for somebody else. Absolutely. And it's a matter of, you know, choosing your own destiny. You know, you don't have to. You could stick with your job. And, you know, as I talk about all the time, there's, you know, the choice between uncertainty and unhappiness. And, you know, it takes a lot to choose uncertainty because we want everything to be certain. But in this world, nothing is certain, not even your job. You might think that it's safe, but it's not. And more and more people are finding that out <laughs> that yeah, you know, right. a longer, on a long enough timeline, you're going to get downsized. And if you don't prepare, you're going to be shocked. And that's not good. Even when you're evaluating franchises, you know, different, right? You know, there's 4,500 different concepts, I believe, registered with the International Franchise Association. Even as, as individuals go through and evaluate different franchises to get into the natural human instinct is what you said, Tom. It's you want to be sure. And you'll never get to that 100% sure. You, you might get to that, 
you know, somewhere around that 80, 90% mark. And then it's that, at that point, you really do, you really have to feel like you can rely on that franchise system for that other, you know, 10 to 20% because you've got to be able to rely on that franchise system for everything. You don't want to spend any time figuring it out. You you want to be able to lean on that franchise and point you in the right direction. And that's what gives you the greatest chance for success. No question about it. And that's, you know, when you guys do such a good job with support, it's just absolutely amazing to me. You know, people often ask me, you know, why do you need a franchise? You know, I could do this by myself. And it's like, you have no idea what you're missing out on. And if you've never been a business owner, you definitely, in my opinion, you need a franchise because it's a business with training wheels. And and that's what I think that's what we need. That's what I needed when I first started. That's for sure. I had no idea what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just I'm trying. That makes two of us. Just uh, you, I'm just trying to follow you. So uh, you're doing you're doing good things. I want to ask you about what you guys are doing with your development company, mm-hmm. but before that, I just want to kind of get you to throw out where people could contact you and uh, Express Pro. Sure, absolutely, and uh, you can always drop me an email. It's just my first name and last name with the dot in the middle, so it's Brooke dot Wise, and it's W I S E at Express Pros. That's plural dot com. So it's Brooke dot Wise at Express Pros dot com or Direct line is area code 405-922-8282, and you can text to that number as well. And that was 405-922-8282. And I'll put all that on the FranchiseAcademy.com where you could access all the franchise podcasts that we've had over the years. You could search out Express Pros and... uh, and you can get all that info there just in case you didn't catch that just now if you're driving in your car or jogging along uh, the West Side Highway in Manhattan. So you guys now, you, I mean, there's a group of you at Express Pro who, you know, quote unquote, develop or sell franchises. But now you're getting into other things. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, as a franchise system goes through its evolution and they we operate on the Express operates on the premises of protected territory. So. Every franchise owner has its own dirt that they develop and they grow and it's theirs and legally bound by the franchise agreement. The franchisor can't come into the territory and the other franchisees can't come into the territory. So, you know, there is a capacity for us that's probably 925 locations, you know, and that's that's just U.S., Canada, and that's it. That's not counting South Africa. We do have... I believe it's 15 operating locations in South Africa, but it's a, it's a little different uh, uh, relationship. Our development is, is where we're responsible is, is the U.S. and Canada. So you do. there is a point where you'll reach that plateau. And when franchisors get to our point and you have people that, you know, most are coming from corporate America, the average tenure of our franchisee base is almost 15 years. So not only are, are the, the inventory of available territory is depleting, what's also happening is you have franchise owners that have joined us and it's either their second to last or last step for retirement. So mm-hmm. they're going to execute on their exit strategy and they're going to sell their business because 
the express model is not only is it a wealth builder along the way, but it's also an asset that you sell in the end and cash out. So you've got a couple things that are going on. We have the depleting inventory for available new territory, and then you have the increased number of resales that are available. And a resale is just an existing franchise location that an owner is trying to sell. And sometimes that's a that's a good way to get into a business. And for some of the folks that are in corporate America, maybe that's the way to do it because, you know, it, it's a risk, sure, it's a business, but you might be jumping into a business that's that's got an existing revenue stream that you can build from. But so Good with, stuff. with all that in mind, we also are like, okay, what else can we do? We've got this massive, finely tuned system that we spent the last 36 years building. What can we do? So about four years ago now, my partner and I, David Lewis, started it's basically a fully, it's a subsidiary of Express Employment Professionals. It's called Express Franchise Development. And it's what's called a, a development firm, which how it, we really do help emerging franchise brands grow. And we will do a capital investment and we'll do active management. We'll engage with those franchise brands where they, where they need help. And essentially, we're leveraging everything that Express has built over the last 36 years, including capital, which is usually the big one, and, and helping these brands because and an emerging brand is, everybody's got a little bit of a definition difference on it, but for me and, and, and how we approach it is, it's anything that's under 100 locations. It's still considered an emerging franchise brand. And that's right. generally they'll do anything and everything to grow. But there is a point as they're trying to approach royalty self-sufficiency, there is a point where they will need help. And they'll either need help, nine times out of ten is financial, it's straight capital, number one. But generally that capital will, will feed into something else. So it might be systems, it might be support, it might be legal, it might be some other kind of financial help that they need. So and that's where we really will plug into these brands and say, okay, where's your pain point? You know, is your pain point truly just capital or is it capital and then a combination of some other soft costs that, that we can take a position with? And and then we'll leverage our teams that are at Express uh, in Oklahoma City and help these emerging brands. And we've been pretty successful with it. We've got a few brands under management, uh, but the one that we're, we're, we're really happy about and we're actively... Uh, we're actively marketing and actively developing is called the barcode. And uh, the barcode is is a starkly opposite uh, franchise system that expresses uh, where right. we have express it's in a temporary staffing space. It's a it's a Monday through Friday, eight to five B to B business. You have the barcode on the other side, which is boutique women's fitness, and they—it's <laughs> it, really kind of different. But but culturally, the companies could not align more, and the passion and the drive, and and really, what we look for is again that that willingness of the owner and the drive of that owner wanting to make a positive impact in somebody else's life through fitness. So. This, uh, this is the firm that we're actively developing right now, and it's uh, it's a wonderful uh, wonderful franchise based out of Chicago, Illinois. It started with 
four locations in downtown Chicago. We're grown to over 52 locations now nationwide. And uh, we're almost nice, nice. 100% franchise. It's just straightforward, you know, studio space with a classroom and the owners. The owners, it's a semi-absentee model. So we look at it as, as an investment. The owner's going to hire somebody for the locations. And, and, you're, and you offer fitness. And, and Tom, as you know, the boutique fitness, the health, wellness, fitness sector is hot right now. Yeah, it's booming. And just to clarify, you know, the semi-absentee space means that as an owner, you could buy in and you're encouraged to actually keep your job. That's correct. We want that for sure. Yeah, that's an important thing to understand and take away from this. There's a lot of opportunities um, that say that they could do that, but they really are not set up for it as opposed to barcode, which is set up for it. It is, and you have two employees per location. It's very simple. It's you know, you're not managing a gym, a big gym that's open 24 seven. It's, it's a 1500, 2000, 2500 square foot spot. That's, um, it's got two employees, all the instructors that actually teach the fitness classes, the organized fitness classes, they're all 1099 employees and you run the classes are all 50 minute long, 50 minutes long. It's five zero and you run six to eight classes a day, six to seven days a week. And the classes typically will hold 20 to 30 people and off you go. And it's, it is, it's beautiful because the, where the client, the clients attend and how they find out about it, where all our time, money and resources spend is social media. Oh yeah. That's how you do it. You do it effectively and efficiently on social media. That's exactly right. That is cool. And and where where could they get information? Where could the listeners get information on barcode? So you can reach out to me at the same number. My number again is is four zero five nine two two eight two eight two. Feel free to call or text, or you can reach me by email. Just my first name, Brooke, B-R-O-O-K, at thebarcode.com. Nice. I appreciate that. Well, that's cool. Any parting words of advice to people that are thinking about buying a franchise right now from your perspective? So I've been doing this for a little while, not not near as long as, as Tom here, but you know, I would take your time as you're considering franchise ownership. I would, I would consider it very heavily. But I would consider also uh, employing, you know, maybe somebody that, that has some knowledge that can act as a consultant in the space. There are franchise consultants out there that, that really do help individuals kind of see through a lot of the stuff that's out there. And they're very valuable. Their services are always free. And, you know, it is really a good way to learn about yourself because, you do learn about yourself as you as you begin as you go down this path and you say, Am I gonna leave corporate America behind or am I gonna venture into business ownership and, and keep my job? And as you go down this path, it is generally it's fear provoking. It's it, it it can be life changing, but it's also very, very exciting. Absolutely. So it's it's good to have somebody to kind of balance that those off of and help you kind of see through the weeds a little bit and and that's where a good solid franchise consultant will come in. So that, that is my words of advice because I am a, I am a believer and 
the franchise consultant can help uh, can help individuals with right. hey this brand would really be a fit for you and here's why or this brand really wouldn't be a fit for you and here's why and save you the time because when you get out there and you start poking around on the internet and you put your name in a couple different spots all of a sudden you're getting 152 phone calls on a daily basis yeah. 322 emails and probably text messages at this point and then it's overwhelming and then you just no choice but to just shut down the search and that's right uh, that's it yeah that's it when that happens and yeah. you know I, I wouldn't say call me for advice but you know there are good consultants out there i could refer you to a couple <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i know pretty good ones <laughs> but um yeah it could get really overwhelming and you know when i the thing that you said about you know it is a life kind of a it's, it's a soul searching experience I, I found it to be when i made my change from you know working in a new york city subway to owning my first franchise took about a 180 degree turn sure i had a lot to learn and i leaned on my consultant heavy and, and she really helped me and and it was great it was really really an awesome opportunity so i wanted to thank you brooke for coming on this is so much information just love it and again one more time where could people find you so easiest is direct to my uh, my line is which is area code four zero five nine two two eight two eight two. Feel free to call or text or email is either Brooke at the barcode.com or Brooke.wise at expresspros.com. Well thank you so much. We love it. I we'll get more into the barcode next time we have you on for sure. But again, that I want to awesome. thank you so much for being on. You got it, Tom. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. All right. Be well. God bless you. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration. inspiration.